relationships, singing, ice cream, uh, open mics. We cover it all in this episode of Series Finale, all about my crazy ex-girlfriend. Let's find a show we never seen Kings, queens, and folks, we're back in action. We are the only podcast where three comedians discuss the final episode of a show they've They've never never even seen. seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I'm John Paul. We talk about hits. We talk about flops. We talk about hits. We talk about tits. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We talk about hips. And this is, interestingly, both a hit and a flop. This was one of the lowest rated shows to ever be renewed for a fourth season. It's a historic milestone. It was a critical darling. It was an absolute flop. It never once (laughs) had like a highly viewed season. Wow. But it had had like a, uh, a devoted fan base. Because in the we watched the last episode of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, yes, but we, we actually did. we didn't watch the last episode to air because the last this was the last narrative episode, but the last episode to air was a live performance. Yeah, with like I saw like a few minutes of it. It had like tons of like super Adoring rabid fans. fans. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. Majority ugly women. <laughs> I mean, I w- that's true. I would not say that. I would I, say I that. I don't believe that that is true of the fan base. The fan base is definitely unattractive women who well, see themselves in the show. I we think should- our good friend, the beautiful and talented Kendra Landsberg, is one of the biggest fans of the show. I mean, show. Kendra Landsberg, an attractive comedian. There is a difference. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Those okay. Okay. Those are some shots fired. Yeah, we should get ready to this right away because I know you're both chomping at the bit to really fucking attack this woman on this TV for not being beautiful enough for you guys. Did not attack. Wanted to praise the showrunners for having what I think is man or woman. An ugly horse-faced whore no, on TV. No, no, no. I'm just saying this is the least attractive person I've ever seen on television. <laughs> <laughs> in any role, leading or otherwise. Wow, uh, that's a bold statement. I think that Steve Buscemi and her. So you're saying Matt Roloff is a better piece of ass? I've gone on the record hundreds of times. The Roloff family is a, a very attractive family. <laughs> Amy Roloff is gorgeous, yeah. and Matt Roloff is nothing to snuff at. Like Plus the guy he's got is, cash. He's a he handsome, handsome guy. So I would say absolutely. Like it's true in most. Beth. Beth. Uh, Beth. Beth Chapman. Beth Chapman. Well, I don't love Beth's look, but dog, Big Daddy, is pretty sexy. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just fair to say that Beth Chapman is much more attractive than Rachel Bloom. <laughs> is Rachel Bloom an author? No, uh, I think it's the Judy Bloom. Oh, who's Judy Bloom? Judy Bloom, she wrote uh story she wrote stories for like teenage girls. Right. I mean this You'd love it. This woman sort of <laughs> Then she slipped like some butt sex in one of her books. Oh, right? really? The, or Judy Bloom wrote one like adult adult book and Ooh. then some of the teens picked it up and the parents got pissed. Yeah, the right. the one with anal sex was called Are You There God? It's me, <laughs> Margaret. I'm getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> Judy, um, it's kind of not right that Judy Bloom didn't change her name for more adult uh, books. She should have changed it to Judy Boom Boom. Or, 
or Judy Bloomers. Ooh, yours was more G-rated. Yeah, we went the Mine opposite was a direction. G- a G-rate, well, Bloomers for the boom boom, for the boom boom. <laughs> so Rachel Bloom, um, daughter of Michael Bloomberg, of Mayor Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> the next president of the United States of America. Not after last night. He got dragged. Well, he's very short, too. Dude, I didn't know that he was like 5'4". Trump was saying like four weeks ago, Oh, Mike, you know, he wants to stand on a box during the debates. <laughs> <laughs> and people start repeating that Mike Bloomberg wants to stand in a box. Oh, they took it as news. Trump made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great riff. Uh, oh, like, man. It's so annoying. Uh, Who's taller, Bloomberg or Connor McNutt? You think for our New York <laughs> audience? <laughs> You're both canceled. That's, uh, Bloomberg is, uh, Bloomberg, yeah, he didn't do well last night. But I didn't know he was short, but that makes sense. Because uh, for women to get to get women's attention, he needed to assault them. Dude, there's a, there was <laughs> that's really rude. I disavow that. Uh, there's a really funny photo that the New York Times did before this debate, where they like cut out basically stand shots of all the people and put yeah. them next to each other. Mm-hmm. And Bernie is like the tallest. He's yeah, like six sure. one with these weirdo shoulders. Yeah. And Mike is like she's like Liz Warren could eat off his head. He's a <laughs> tiny man. She basically. I had ate no him. idea that Bernie was tall too. It's like. It's we're like in this. I think to be president, it's like you should be tall. You I know, it's kind of fun about like all these new these women like in the presidential race. It's like porn parody should get more into that now. I think that'll be fun in the I future. I think they did with Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin, right? Yeah. right. Nailing Palin. Palin, right? That's, That's a great classic. name. <laughs> it was classic. And you know but what was crazy? Uh, af- nine months after Nailing Palin, another thing came out with her retarded baby. <laughs> 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 Dude, the thing is, though, they could have had Lexington Steele play, who was the chairman of the Republican National Committee at the Barack? time, Michael Steele. Oh. Michael Steele is ah. a black man, could have been played by Lexington Steele. Oh, Damn, are they related? They're probably <laughs> closely related. <laughs> that's like, um, that's like uh, the how like the DNC chairman at the time was Adam Sins, the father of Johnny Sins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the Green Party was chaired by John uh, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> we all, six minutes in, we're talking porno. The Libertarian <laughs> Party was chaired by um, Howard Dean. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Howard D oh, E N. Howard, Howard Dean, Dean was, the presidential candidate. <laughs> I actually yeah. think we've actually uncovered breaking news about the deep. <laughs> The, the layers that this country has in electoral <laughs> politics in male porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kind of yeah. spot on. You do, know? What do you think Bloomberg's chances are of actually winning? 25%. Oh, I think, wow. I think they're, yeah, I think... Uh, from what I can hear about the debates, he got absolutely like annihilated in terms of like his policies and the creepy stuff that he's <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah. But he just is a billionaire, and he's been apparently just spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on just TV ads. Yeah, yeah. he's so rich, and it's gonna work. Yeah, Dude, it was so annoying it's, though. My boy was not on the stage last night with his uh, his fellow Democratic Party nominee. Yankee? Who? Uh, no. Um, the guy who Berman Supreme. Oh, Tom Steyer, dude. T- Tom, Tom Steyer. Steyer's in second place in South Carolina. He's yeah. pulling it over twenty percent. Tom Steyer, I love Tom. Steyer. I don't know who Tom Steyer is. He's, he's also <laughs> a billionaire, but he's like has no ego. It is just kind of a sensitive, quiet <laughs> guy. How do you he make does his a, money? A then? ton of ads where it's just like, 
Hi, I'm Tom Steyer. He's and, uh, actually um, cousins of uh, Big Johnson Steyer. <laughs> <laughs> and he produced all of his early films. So uh, he made a lot of no, money. That, but Tom Steyer was not on the not on the podiums last I night. I wonder why. That's got, he, I think he's nationally he's not polling at all. I think I think it's like one percent. Didn't they just like didn't Bloomberg just like donate a ton of money to the DNC and that's like why they let him to debate? Yeah, but I think he might have actually qualified in this one because some people were saying he should have possibly just never debated. Really? I heard people talking about that. Because, I mean, he got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. he got wrecked. I think it would have been better just to run a bunch of ads. Right. People have criticisms about his policies, and I've never heard even people who are fans of him say, Mike Bloomberg is such a fun, cool guy. <laughs> we, had, we had so much fun hanging out. Yeah. Dude, he should have just gone on TikTok and just like had follow-ups <laughs> to each question. OJ like, style. It just done the thing where like a word pops up, it's like allegations point, uh, <laughs> b- stop and frisk point. You know, <laughs> like, this sounds like you're transitioning us nicely into a meme minute. Oh, a, TikTok. a meme minute of the crazy ex for crazy ex girlfriend. Right, right. I wish I could have finished it, but I couldn't think of all the other things he's done. Ready? He's like, Ready? Here's my meme. This really? is uh, okay. this, this is kind of fresh. <laughs> okay. okay. Drake pushing away Rachel Bloom. As a starring actress in uh, <laughs> in Crazy Ex Girlfriend, Drake pulling in Sea Biscuit, the horse playing himself <laughs> in the movie Sea Biscuit. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't even think she looks like a horse. I just think she's unattractive. Yeah. Wait, what was the one with the rock? And the rock looks in the back, and it's occasional <laughs> cortex. That's fr- yeah. That's from <laughs> it's from like Adventure Mountain from yeah. Disney. <laughs> I can't think Rock, of any. Just call it like rock driving and looking. I don't know. Right, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> universe brain. Judy Bloom. Okay. You started a universe. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do next? Multiverse? Multiverse brain. Michael Bloomberg. Okay. Okay. Galaxy brain. Is that bigger than the universe? No, no, it's smaller. Oh, damn it, dude. Um, <laughs> Alec Berg, executive producer of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know where I was going with that. And I'm pissed. I started at Universe. But is Universe the biggest one? Yeah, Universe is supposed to encompass the entirety of creation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hard to go bigger. Wait, do it. can you do a rock looking back? I'd love to get a rock looking back. Okay, this. so um, <laughs> I got it. Um, okay, I got it. Uh, blonde girl in back of SUV. Okay. Yeah. Um, man, I loved Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and I thought the star was extremely attractive. Rock looking back in anger. Yes. <laughs> Wait, rock looking back in... in uh, Questioning. Yeah. It's, it's a, sort of like a what? It's rock looking back in uh, disbelief. Disbelief, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't be a blonde woman. It should be occasional cortex. Yeah. They've changed. <laughs> the, the right-wing media has gotten a hold of the... Originally, it was a, it was like a little blonde girl. And that, but then they. But was, now it's but, AOC. But now it's AOC. Yeah. So AOC is complimenting <laughs> Rachel like, Bloom's looks, and The Rock <laughs> hates it. I like AOC a ton. I still prefer the meme with AOC in the back. Yeah, know? yeah. The meme is better with her. Um, what about? Um, okay. Boyfriend, wandering eye boyfriend. Yes. All right. He's got uh, wandering eye boyfriend on his shoulder. Around, he's got his arm around attractive comedian. Kendra Landsberg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, just a normal five walking by. <laughs> I I want I want the meme of that uh that you know that black guy who says why are you always lying 
That one, Golden Why Voice. Why you always lying? Uh, no. no, it's like a, almost a gif that you put out, right? Uh, so this is it. I'm making it. <laughs> You're a so new tuned into Black Culture. I'm making it a new one. Lena Dunham on a stage, okay, accepting an award for the award-winning show Girls. Right. Uh I'm so glad I wasn't aborted as a child. Yeah. Because then I wouldn't get to see the only actress hotter than me. Rachel Bloom. <laughs> In comes the guy. Why you always lying? Oh, speaking of girls, uh, here's my me minute. All right. Uh, Allison Williams getting her ass eaten. Yes. Uh, and then it says in the caption, I'm busting a nut to this. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Williams getting her ass eaten. Uh, <laughs> caption, I'd rather be watching my secret ex-girlfriend. <laughs> what is it? My, my crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh, whatever. This show, not great. Yeah, can um, we get a broad strokes breakdown? Yes. Rachel Bloom has three men that have been in her life: Josh, some other guy, Nathaniel. Yep, Nathaniel, and then some other guy, and mm-hmm. she has to decide which one. One's an Asian guy. Yeah, Josh. Josh, Chen, is a- Josh oh, okay. uh, which doesn't make him the most memorable, but it's an insignificant part of the show. <laughs> uh, he's ripped to shit. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very he's sexy. Yeah, he's yeah, the sexiest yeah, yeah. one. He's probably the nicest. Right. And, well, uh, we don't know if he's the nicest. He could be an abuser. Well. Yeah, Asian people can abuse as well. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the possibly physically abusive Josh Chen <laughs> is there. It's yes. just to decide which of the three, a fairy godmother who's the dream her, shows her that uh, there's always going to be something missing because right. she's not happy. Yeah. And she finds out that singing makes her happy. Yeah. So she decides to write her songs down. Right. Because yeah. I think the show sort of uh, was, uh, I think throughout the series, she must have been singing. And I get that vibe why, too. That's why people were into it. It was a musical comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, it, good. No, no. That, that, if you see that one actor that was in that show, that's uh, good. That movie, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, that one actor in that show. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, Lexington Steel, the dude actor in Pitch Perfect, Zachary Quinto. Is that the white guy? That's I don't Tan, know. the Italian dude. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Pitch there Perfect used is. to be a Portuguese guy in this show. I guess one of the guys was named like Greg or something. Was allegations. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> allegations and, off uh, the show. The, the character <laughs> stayed the same guy, but it was played by a new guy now. The recast. Yes, they recast. Ooh, the guy is one quarter move. Portuguese, one quarter Spanish, and half Italian. Really. Ooh. Why? Why was the other guy kicked out the show? Uh, I think he went on to do better projects. I don't know. I don't think. I so. was watching an episode of Star Trek Voyager recently. Oh, yeah. good. And <laughs> and they had a hologram of Da Vinci, and he wouldn't stop talking about the Portuguese the whole really? time. Really? What did he say? He just said the Portuguese are uh, very naval. Disgusting. He just said that that's the the ones who sh- I, they guess they were really seafaring. Yeah, very much so. so the Portuguese. Yeah, seafaring because they were always trying to get away. You know, <laughs> you got to be on the move. <laughs> Uh oh, some article's coming out. I better hop on the boat and get out of here. Rachel Bloom in the show, you guys say she's super unattractive. I don't she find her. She is not conventionally attractive for I don't. F- I don't find her that, uh, you know, very unattractive. Dude, I find her f- if she came up to you in person and was like, hey, let's go on a date, you might say, okay, I'm You might into say it. no. I probably <laughs> would actually say no. I would say I yeah. I would swap Instagram and then I what would if never she was reply to the DM. Well, then yeah. she would be beautiful. <laughs> uh, she would... No, no. She would follow me. We would swap Instagrams. She would follow me. I would not ever follow her No, back I wouldn't. I wouldn't even numbers. be tempted. And then... <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, I would I would have sex with her. But, but I wouldn't it, tell my buddies. <laughs> 
in the show though she's got a pretty she's very stressed out because she doesn't know what to do which guy to choose yeah but that's kind of a good problem to have you know to, to have, have three to suitors have three Dude. people all vying well, for your genitals that's and you why get to this kind of show pick. probably had such a fervent ugly group of fans because it's literally three men that are wicked out of her league and all the women watching the show are like oh i wish this was me you know i really feel like they they caught they felt like this could be my life if men weren't such assholes. Maybe. And it's like, bitch, you but, ugly. But, you know, historically, <laughs> historically, even if they want to play that narrative up that these men are turning them down, yes. really young men, particularly young white men in this country, are dying from deaths of despair, okay? Yeah. They're oh. killing themselves. The incels? They don't have jobs. Not just the incels, just like, you know, an old guy. His wife is dead. Oh. He's got no health care. He got oh. laid off from Amazon. Right. He puts a bullet in his head because he <laughs> ran out of oxygen. You know. Well, sometimes it's a mercy. You know. <laughs> sometimes it's a, it's a tragedy in one way, but another way it's a it's a transition. You're right. To the he good dodged place. the true bullet of having to go on a date with Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so you're suggesting that wim- widow or widowed men over the age of sixty should team up with <laughs> my crazy ex girlfriend fan. Yes. <laughs> Wow. And I think it could be a nice romance. Yeah, I mean, maybe. These widowed men have no hope now that Andrew Yang has dropped out of the race. The women will <laughs> never be assigned to them. <laughs> what do you think of... Um, hey, f- listeners, le- let us know if that if this running gag of Andrew Yang assigning women ever really caught on. <laughs> I don't wonder if people like ever got this. I've never heard anyone talk about it. So I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> You know what Andrew Yang thinks gender reassignment surgery is? What's that? He takes one guy's wife and gives it to a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you we gotta just we gotta just evenly distribute the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about a musical comedy? I'm a big fan of like uh, musical TV show stuff. Like, yeah. I was a huge fan of a TV show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and there's a an Emmy award winning episode, well, Emmy nominated episode, that was a musical episode where all the characters all sang like fun zing songs, but they were all in character and they pushed the plot for it. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, that guy's got allegations. Joss Whedon? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Does he? Yeah. He cheated on his wife and he like used his position of power. I'm so- I'm defending him, so I'm saying it in that tone. <laughs> you know that tone where it's like, yeah. oh, he cheated on his wife and he <laughs> used his position of authority and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but yeah, so he has allegations. But, it's an, but people turned on him because of that and... Uh, an, a Wonder Woman script that he'd written years before came out, and people said it wasn't very feminist. So that was the problem. Wow, that's really that funny. He pushed himself as like a big time feminist. So right. like when he when you do that, yeah. it just snaps back. People right. hate you. the feminist well, people like hate you more. Yeah. Right. When they read the the scene with Wonder Woman getting uh, Eiffel towered by Aquaman <laughs> and uh, you know the the Archer guy, Green <laughs> Arrow. Yeah, yeah, Green Arrow. I thought that was a little much. <laughs> But I don't know. I thought she was hot with all the cum on her back. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Disavow. <laughs> yeah, she's a sex positive woman. So I also like a, I like a musical comedy. Like South Park always had like interesting musical parts to it that were That's like true. very fun episodes. The, f- the film was a flat out musical. Yeah. And Andrew Lloyd Webber said it was like one of the best musicals that came out in the really? last decade yeah, when it, it came out. Yeah. Oh, he I said gotta it was, watch it. He said it was like fantastic. You've Book never of Mormon s- is excellent. I never saw the South Park movie. You've no. never seen Bigger, Longer and Uncut. Yeah. It's no. so funny, dude. Really? It's great. Yeah. What are, what are the songs in it? There's what would Brian Boytown owe to? If he were here right now. Blame Canada. Blame, Blame Canada. Canada. Blame Canada. I think was up for an Oscar. Yeah. Blame Canada. Yeah. yeah the songs movie. are good. And I you saw you saw the. I really want to see that musical. Um, 
Book of Mormon, uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm staying away from spoil. I'm staying away from listening to the songs. I want to see it live. I, I would never do that. I never listen to the Hamilton songs. No, I'm not no. listening to the songs without seeing yeah. it. Yeah. I've listened to the songs before. I've listened to the Book Hamilton of Mormon songs. though. It's got this one great song. Yeah, I can't oh, wait till you somebody, see it. Somebody, somebody did play one for me about uh, about the African word for God. Dude, I'm thinking of a different one. That's oh, how good really? this musical is. Wow. Oh, so. I've actually written for uh, a music. So the show is like, she doesn't really, I don't know how to explain her music, right? Because it's Can like, I make a distinction about my thought on the musicals? Uh, yeah, please. And then, you know, you can sing, you can uh, bring us in. I like musicals. I liked like Jason Segel in the Muppet movie. Am I a Muppet or am I a man? Sure. Yeah. That was good. What I didn't like about this show is when they make fun of the form. I don't like stand-up that makes right. fun of stand-up. I don't like musicals that make fun of musicals. She's like, ooh, yes, an at this is a line from the show. Finally, an abstract theatrical space so yeah. I can think better. Mm -hmm. right. I don't like meta stuff. I think meta stuff was really cool and innovative in 1963 <laughs> when, like, actually we first discovered we could do it. <laughs> but at this point, it's so hacky to me that I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so you thought the show was hacky? Cause that's what her songs are very, uh, they're very like in the moment. Like Glee, they would sing famous songs, right? Sure. And they would be like, they would try to f make the scene somewhat related to the song that they chose. This show, the song is specific to the scene. But Glee did encourage marijuana use, so <laughs> I do prefer <laughs> this show. Okay, so this is a. Uh, I actually wrote a song talking really? about really. Yeah, my shows. I'm in New York and I'm sick. <laughs> I'm always fucking sick. <laughs> I don't know how, but it won't stop me now. Woo! I'm on the subway and I just saw a cow. Nope, it was Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that pussy's cozy. Yeah. <laughs> In New York, everyone is so nosy. JK, it's like no one cares <laughs> that I'm here. And that's my biggest fear. Where to put my time is so unclear. You gotta <laughs> network, 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 baby. When you're with me, you won't be able to tell if I'm actually nice or if I'm using you for advice. You'll think, who is that? And I'm like, oh, snap. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I don't know who I am. But that's the plan. Wow. <laughs> oh, hold on. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I like that your song uh, talked about not knowing who you were because that's one thing Rachel Bloom struggles a lot yeah. with in the episode. Yeah, she I says connected. she doesn't know her identity. I connected with that, not on her look stuff. I <laughs> didn't connect over that. I never miss a shot to take a <laughs> never miss a chance to take a shot at her looks. No, <laughs> never miss a chance. I wrote a song about one of my struggles, which uh, some of the longtime listeners of the pod are aware of this specific okay. struggle. <laughs> okay. When the sun is blazing and the <laughs> summer is hot, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> you'll see some tootsies, whether you're ready or not. <laughs> There's no better place to feel and get stung. Water I'm country, you better run, <laughs> preferably in closed-toe shoes. <laughs> Why couldn't women wear footbinds or burkas? <laughs> American ladies love sandals and chanclas. Uh, really sinful, having a sinful time under the sun. Water country, water country, water country. 
Find me a nun. (laughs) So you're at the water park and you see a lot of nude feet. Yeah, it's about, you know, what we've talked about on this podcast before Mm -hmm. is how amazing the first day of spring is when all the women are in your dresses. Yes. And you can't, you're not even prepared for that level of like, of that it's, level It's too much It's all it, Dude when a lady's on a bike in a dress And, you, and she, a little piece of wind hits You've you gone all winter there, oh. Seeing nothing And now you see these women They look That's so the wonderful best. And you just feel so jealous of that seat right. Dude some women <laughs> in New York I mean they dress so provocatively And I love it I yeah. think it's great I think it's so sexy I think it's so um, empowering Mostly Yeah, yeah mostly. I think it, it reminds me of like Betsy Ross. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and I can assure you, I never beat off to it later. <laughs> no, no. Never think about that slip nip on the train. Uh, so, yeah. So then that's the first day of spring was when you see the dresses. But then there's also the other first day of spring for uh, some other groups of men. <laughs> the first day of sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I also... Me and Re- Rex Ryan. That's his favorite day. <laughs> I love... You know what? Rex Ryan, he's, you know, into foot stuff with his wife. And that's yeah. great. He's... I- I don't know though. I did last spring though. I did. Um, Judy Bloom was riding across a bike on a bike, and the wind hit her dress. I said, "Please put some snow pants on." <laughs> oh wait, what's it? Rachel name? Bloom. Oh, you saw the author. <laughs> you saw the author on a bike. I'd be impressed. You were able to identify Judy Bloom. <laughs> I uh, I wrote a song as well. I need your guys' help with this. Okay. All right? So in the chorus. I'm in a van. It's, the chorus is you got to go. In a van, just like okay, that. Okay. okay. When I when I, oh, I let's it's practice. One, two, three. In, in a van. van. Perfect. Just like that. But okay. yeah. And it's I'm gonna uh, how am I gonna do this? I'm gonna have to uh, like nod my head. Okay. 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 Uh, we'll get so it. when I, when I yeah. so we'll watch it. When you watch me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I nod my head. This is all right. So I wrote a song as well. Um, my song is uh is about the plight of uh, certain people in China. <laughs> And uh, about what I thought I could do uh, <laughs> to help those people. <laughs> okay, I'll work it. No, you need to yell into the mic when your time comes. It's good. Uyghurs live in China. <laughs> They're oppressed. And damned. I have got solutions. They should live in vans. You're the saddest folks I ever met. But until there is a coup, brother, I'll make a van man out of you. Quiet as a church mouse is how you have to be. You could be discovered and sent to camp for free. Chinese Muslims in a dictatorship. But until there is a coup, brother Al. Make a van man out of you. <laughs> In a van. Being sent to a camp of certain death. Say goodbye to those who knew you. Boy, was a Chinese fool for loving Allah. <laughs> we Uyghurs are skinny like we're using meth. We're being re-educated like we're fool, yeah. Now I really wish I had that Corona. 
In a van. You must have calves like the great Chris Farley. In a van. With a goddamn poon. In a van. With all the strength of Jared Remy. Living in a van will be so great for all of you. China won't accept you and let you live your lives. Hide out in the van life, and you might survive. You're unsuited for a Chinese war. So van up, hide out, you through. Coming up. Brother, I'll make a van man out of you. In a van. You must have calves like the great Chris Farley. In a van. And you will get so much goddamn poon. In a van. With all the strength of Jared Remy. Living in a van will be so great for all of you. In a van. You must have calves like the great Chris Farley. In a van. And you will get so much goddamn poo. In a van. With all the strength of Jared Remy. Living in a van will be so great for all of you. I spent a little longer on mine than you guys did. <laughs> yeah, you, you really did. Wow, dude. That was amazing. I really can't get over that. Uh, that's so funny. Um, if you thought Water Country would be upset about <laughs> my song, some people might be more upset about yours. That did you guys know what that gonna, was? That's uh, from Mulan. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was excellent. Thank yes, you. A man of the man. I'll make a man out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'll honestly, the way the world is going, that's like the most effort that anyone has put into raising awareness <laughs> of the Uyghur <laughs> situation. It did not come up once during the Democratic debate. Yeah, shame on them. Right. Oh, but you say that really? Shame on yeah. them. Wow. Imagine how fun though it would be if like you know Elizabeth Warren just was like, okay, everybody shush. I have to do something real quick. When I say this, you have to say in a van. <laughs> 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 She's saying a song. Mulan, uh, Mulan remake on the way out. Very is soon. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tra- I thought the trailer looked good. Yeah, is, um, it looks amazing, dude. Yeah. And I appreciate they they got Scarlett Johansson yeah. to play Mulan. Oh, <laughs> 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 the best actress for it, dude. I love it. It's so fun to make fun of her. That yeah, dude. And it's not even really her fault. No, it, no. Way. Someone just said we should get Scarlett Johansson to do this. No, right? that was that was someone else. That was uh, that was Ju- that for was Harriet. Julia Roberts. Uh, wait, <laughs> that's what? definitely just not even true. Someone what? just made that up, and it what went are you on. talking about? That they wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. <laughs> I mean, she would have done a good job. Oh, she would have done the best actress. of her ability. Yeah. No, they yeah. would have tried to put the uh, the the what are they called? Slave wrist uh, manacles. Well, yeah, manacles on her, and she would have snapped and gone. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with pretty her work. woman. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> I've never seen that. I'm sure that was a killer joke. <laughs> <for the laughs> is there, does she show her titties in that? Um, no, but she does get assaulted by George Costanza. What? Wow. Jason yeah. Alexander? Yes. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty rough little scene, but you could He's tell. He's a rough little man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, doesn't he? Didn't he have a thing where he came to improv classes and he was like, yeah, making yeah. everyone <laughs> suck his improv? He dick? was doing like, he was negating people in improv scenes, <laughs> like doing the exact opposite of yes and. It was hilarious. It's so funny. We should get a Jason Alexander in the role play sometime. Would that be a dream, you think? I'd love Jason Alexander to do this uh, podcast. Think about Michael Richards. <laughs> I think he would be more our style. <laughs> <laughs> I think Julia Roberts as Harriet Tubman is what we're looking for. <laughs> How about Michael Richards as Harriet Tubman in heaven finding out that Julia Roberts is playing Harriet Tubman? <laughs> wow. That's meta, though, dude. Oh, oh. good point. No, that's supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> that's universe, bro. Yeah, that's... <laughs> um, okay, so it's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's sort of the classic wrap-up sort of finale where... They uh, basically find each character and give them a little bit of free time, a little bit of FaceTime. Yeah, um, and sort of play out their stories. Then she goes to an open mic to, like, explain what happened one year later. There's an yeah. even uglier actress who tells her that she needs to get her shit together and start writing down Pauline. the songs. Yes, Pauline. Is, she's she's right. a lawyer. She's a lawyer. An activist wants, lawyer. She's an activist lawyer. She wants. She to do had work a for good story, I think, that we didn't focus on. But yeah. she wanted to do pro bono work, and her new firm wouldn't let her. Yeah, because right. she worked at a big law firm, made a lot of money, but she missed working with underprivileged people. Right. Like, like the, uh, her friend Anifa... Who right. I like this. She was a felon, and she was trying to like get her life expunge together, her expunge a record. record. Yeah, and I thought that this was a, like a really nice piece of representation, right, right. for people that have like maybe been inside and try get out, trying to get their lives back together. Right. It's just so hard to get those ephebophile cases off your record. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> hey, we're here with you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever think? Do you think? Uh, do you think anyone's ever spoken up in the middle of a court proceeding, like during it's going on, <laughs> and when like when the when the prosecutor says pedophile, you go, uh, excuse me. No, I mean uh, almost a hundred percent. It's often. Do- I'm sure it's explained every time. What yes. if we became lawyers and that was our sole <laughs> focus is to point out that this is not our client is not a pedophile, ephebophile, <laughs> and you go. That's 13 and up. We'd be quickly disliked, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought her case, that, that whole scene was nice. I did think it was kind of funny, though, how her boss is like, she has to go to the law firm and tell the black woman lawyer that's her boss that she's not doing it right and they need to start <laughs> doing pro bono work. <laughs> I just, she's like, you guys aren't representing minorities enough, and uh, <laughs> I think you've traded on your people. Yeah. You know? So I thought it was a little disrespectful of her. You did. I did. I didn't appreciate it. You thought she was talking real strong. I thought she was talking real strong. (laughs) Uh, Did you you want to introduce a moment from the show? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, We mentioned before that uh, Rachel, uh, I'm sorry, Rebecca, her character in the show, she does go to attend an open mic, and I think we can talk a little bit about that. Um, But uh, she reveals basically her pick... You know, she reveals that who she picked out of the three guys, and then she also decides to share her new talent with the world. And what the clip we're about to hear is actually the last two minutes of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. You're about to hear how the show finally ends. For the first time in my life, I am truly happy. It's like I just met myself. Like I just met Rebecca. I came to this town to find love, and I did. I love every person in this room, each and every one of you. 
Again, just talking to my friends, not the other people here for the open mic night. But you know what? Screw it. I love you guys, too. I love that sweater. <sighs> and now, for the first time in my life, I can say that maybe I'm finally ready for the other kind of love. You know, the kind we talk about a lot more. And hell, it, it might be with someone in this room. <laughs> But whoever it's with, it won't be ending up with someone. Because romantic love is not an ending. Not for me or for anyone else here. It's just a, a part of your story. A part of who you are. And so, um, here we go. This is a song I wrote. Uh, that was the clip. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear uh, she's uh, she was going to sing a song, and then we don't get to hear the song. Wait, why didn't we get to hear the song? Because it fades out. Right. It fades fade to, to black. black. Soprano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't. What did you? How did you feel about this? We've been to a lot of open mics. Between the three of us, it's probably like in the up thousands. Yeah, way, way into over. the thousands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've so hosted over mics. Has this ever happened where a woman got on stage and, and it faded to black? I, I, I never allowed it. No, <laughs> I was kind of against the whole thing. So, where no, I'm trying to think of a time when like a wo- like somebody got the on only stage. The only time I would let like a woman on stage was to put her in a burqa and uh, send her work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they got. I'm just trying to think because like. There's, we've seen so many wacky things happen. Like this woman yeah. gets on stage, and basically every person's life that she's changed is up there, and she or is in the crowd, and she sort of goes over it with them, and she's like, and she does you. a lot of time. Yeah, Jesus. she does way over. Yeah, five. I mean, I'll bring it up to a moment where John Paul was hosting in my early comedy days, and one elderly man in particular had an open wound <laughs> <laughs> on his thigh. And uh, he put the mic into the wound, yeah. and he said, look, I'm going to touch it, I'm going to touch it. And then he touched it, and people were shrieking <laughs> and screaming, and John Paul was doing his laugh, which keeps <laughs> mentally ill people coming around to comedy. It's so encouraging. Do you think I was, I was laughing at Payson? You laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, then, I got uh, on stage and on. called him like a fucking retard, and oh, I told you him did? he should never come back. That's funny. But I, yeah, you probably I did do don't that. like Payson. <laughs> I do not... Jeff Payson, I do not like you. <laughs> Shots fired. I don't like the guy. Why he, was he shoving the thing in his It was wound? so vul- It was the most offensive and disgusting thing I've ever seen he in an ta- open mic. He took the mic and touched it to his open wound. He would just do stupid shit. I think he shit. said it was a raccoon bite. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Probably I mean, a dude, lover's quarrel. We've had kind of a run-in with open wounds at <laughs> Comedy shows, yeah, really. yeah. We went to a comedy show. Me and John Paul were at open mic last week, and the guy was like, "Oh, don't touch my hand, I'm bleeding." <laughs> it's so weird. If you no, he didn't say that. He he touched a hand, yes. and then he said, "You might want to wash your hand. <laughs> I am bleeding." <laughs> he waited until a- it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. 
Well, he saying. probably felt that since Magic Johnson had retired, someone else needed to bring awareness to AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, no, the show, um, yeah, it finishes on her sort of being like, I found my way. I've been writing all these songs. I've been practicing really hard. And then she's going to sing a big song at the end. Who knows how it went. Uh, if it's anything like the show, it bombed pretty bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. They, what, what else is interesting? Well, um, I'll go. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, the big reveal in the in the show is that uh, Rebecca she actually ends up picking none of the suitors. Right. Right. And all these three guys, they all want to be with her to the point where they're like prostrating themselves, and they know that like one of them only will be right. Picked, I don't. A, I was weird. Uh, but she picks none of them. She says, uh, "You know what? I got to work on myself. I got to find my identity." And it's really singing songs that she says is for the first time that she's truly happy. And this is a theme I see in a lot of. Uh, it's a classic cop out. It's a theme I see in a lot of entertainment for women that uh, you there, there's like uh, you have to find a way to be happy. Right. That uh, something will make you. This one thing will make you happy and uh i agree and it's living in a van that's what <laughs> you what also see in a lot of home goods stores for women uh this will make you happy you need to find something wine wine will make you happy i need just big wine glasses right. bibs with wine not sayings. only wine glasses but also like little placards and signs yes. about wine yes lots of signs you need I, you need a you need enabling uh decor right right <laughs> right no, that, I was in a house this week. There was literally like a thousand of these signs that are just little affirmations of like, Nerd alert. you're doing good, yeah. you know, keep it up. And it's just like, I don't need a sign to keep me hard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you might need pills eventually. <laughs> no, you but might just, uh, you know what, just go ahead and uh, take a glance at the nudes I send you. That'll get you, that'll get you there. Why do these shows, why, do, why can't women just be happy? Why do they need a show like this? This is a them? good question. <laughs> yeah, we're the guys to answer it. No, uh, what I will do is shout out a show that Jack and I watched three episodes of, and we liked it very much, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes. And what The Marvelous Miss Maisel did is it, it a lot of, this is like a meme you see going around, not a fun meme like the ones we do, but uh, <laughs> uh, tell me more stories of women who started amazing things in their 40s. I think a lot of women get put on a track. They w they need to get married. They need to have children. And so that takes up so much of their time. Right. But it's not specific to women, I don't think. No, but they feel it more for whatever. Hey, trust me, brother. I am, I'm a personal responsibility guy. If yeah. you want to have an amazing life, man, woman, otherwise, you can have an amazing life. Yeah. yeah. But women do get, they have more pressure. They got The pussies. amount of male mediocrity in comedy is like, astounding right. and it has an effect on the progression of young women because as someone said in an open mic on monday night and this was beautifully prescient that you come and you're testing your material in these rooms of all men in mind you they're not even normal men most of them are unemployed <laughs> some of them are bleeding on the microphone <laughs> unemployed undereducated like it's more likely honestly to have a male with a criminal record in an open mic than a woman at all, you know, yeah. and so then they have to do this weird material that doesn't speak to the woman's experience. It just—it's a nightmare, you know. <laughs> but you know, women are overrepresented in uh, having college degrees, not committing suicide, right? So being maybe loved by their children, so it could even out. You yeah, know? <laughs> this fucking bitches can't get drafted either. <laughs> <laughs> That's said by three men who've served their country, okay? <laughs> you know, so if anyone's going to call them out on it, it's going to be us, That's okay? very true. I don't know. I thought Coast Guard reserves, baby. <laughs> I thought that the... the um, I felt bad for the sentiment. Like, why all of a sudden does she not know who she is? She's been s 
slanging all this strange for the last two seasons or whatever. She's got three male suitors like that are into her. It's like it, they wouldn't all three of these wicked out of her range guys wouldn't be super into a woman if she was like flailing around the world. Like, I don't know what I want to do. She had a great job at the pretzel shop right. with AJ. Oh, AJ, right. A non-binary character. Was, was AJ non-binary? I think it was... I AJ, the actor, identifies as male and uses he, him, his pronouns on yeah. his website. There, this spawned a Reddit discussion hmm. because I thought it, I thought this person... I, I don't know. I looked it up. You know, Maybe yeah. we shouldn't care about the personal backgrounds of these people. Is this person trans? Is this person one fourth Native American? But you get curious. <laughs> you know? So I looked it up, and there was a big Reddit thread of like, oh, as a non-binary person, it's great to see some representation. I guess AJ's gender is never questioned or affirmed. Ever. No, they leave it's, it a mystery. It's all, Good. Good they don't them. even... They just like, move past it. So maybe they're not... Non-binary, but it so felt like she, they were. He, he, are they an actor or an actress? They are an actor. He is an actor. Oh. He is an actor. Clark something. I would the let him character, up. I, I would let him up at an open mic. <laughs> 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 I'm doing this thing where I'm I'm being discriminatory to women. I don't know why. Yeah. We love women. Some of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Rachel Bloom. Well, I do think I Rachel Bloom think is unattractive, but I don't think that's bad. I think it's no, fine. No. I do tend to think you gotta think unattractive is bad. Well, I do. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it makes you a bad person. But we talked about this recently. I yeah. think Hollywood actors have a moral imperative to be <laughs> unbelievably sexy, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you have all this money, you have all these resources. Kumail did it. You you have to be that sexy. <laughs> and if you're not, you're not really allowed no. to be on TV because no. you're supposed to be amazing. You right, know? right. And she's. Uh, She's white mediocrity. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> and I also don't think it is that great of her to be slanging around this idea of like, you know. <laughs> a slang talk. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's like, oh, woe is me. I have these three dudes. I got a good job. I've got good friends. I don't know what's going on in my life. It's like, get over yourself. You know, a lot of people never meet anybody. And you got three guys. We don't need to follow you around while you like figure out that you like to sing. I well, think it's I stupid. Mean, <laughs> like, fi- if having a hobby is fine. Go get a hobby. I mean, this is hypercritical of women in the way that the media has been about Hillary Clinton and Liz Warren and Amy <laughs> Klobuchar, right? <laughs> because this is not... You're cu- you're accusing her of being self-indulgent. I do. This is not the most self-indulgent show on television. <laughs> you know, there have been worse examples. Need I remind you of the show The Playboy Club? I mean, we have seen less significant things. Things happen. Right. I don't but know. But to be honest, there are people like Dog from Dog the Bunny Hunter, Dwayne Chapman, who kind of <laughs> nail that positive attitude, that, yes. that hunger for change, <laughs> and that selflessness to serve. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Do you think that maybe uh, Rebe- Rachel Bloom should become a bounty hunter with Dog? <laughs> That way she could learn how to be selfless, how to be happy with hey, just one person. She looks like the spawn of Beth and Dog. You know? And uh, there is an opening in the Chapman family. So <laughs> I'm hoping by this Suit. time next year we have crazy new wife starring Beth Chapman. <laughs> Dude, do you think that do you think bigger tits would help Judy Bloom? <laughs> Rachel Bloom. Rachel <laughs> I don't I don't think breast sizes are Determine who a person <laughs> is. <laughs> well, I I don't know. This, I I thought this I think show it would hurt her because then she would feel compelled to make big boob jokes, which I never really find that funny. Did you guys think the jokes in the show were funny? I didn't notice any. 
I don't know. I thought it was yeah. The show was okay-ish. This show's totally fine. It's a half-hour comedy. Most of them are bad. And yeah, you yeah. mentioned before it's uh, it was the lowest-rated show to get a fourth season. One of the lowest-rated shows to get a fourth season, but it was a CW show. It looked cheap as dog shit. I mean, it yeah, looked cheap as hell. Yeah. So I'm sure. I mean, they kept it on for a little right, while. Right. Right. It does. So why don't you throw these anything. fucking broads a bone? You know. <laughs> and I, I will say, cheap as dog. Apostrophe <laughs> shit is actually means very expensive because Dwayne Dog <laughs> Chapman just shits gold bricks. <laughs> Dwayne, exactly. If you haven't listened to the Patreon episode where uh, we we talk about dog, the reason Zach loves dog is because he said the N word. <laughs> Disavowed. He looks up to him. He says he's a hero. Completely wrong. Uh, Dog claims to be Native American, which means he can say whatever he wants. You know, so I would say if Liz Warren really wanted to own Michael Bloomberg, she could have done a little Dog Chapman. (laughs) Do you think that's why you're allowed to comment on somebody's ugly looks? As an, ugly uh, as an ugly man. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think when Liz Warren gets the presidency, she will have dog arrest Donald J. Trump? <laughs> Do you think Dude, dog will put, take I, him into Trump custody? Trump hasn't done that. Honestly, Trump has underperformed as a reality TV president by not <laughs> leveraging do- Dwayne the Dog Chapman. <laughs> dog should have gone into Congress and arrested Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> How funny would it have been if he locked up Hillary with Dog? Dude, I think Dog, dog was on The Apprentice. Dog is gonna. Dog is the new head of the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, the new uniforms. Law enforcement adjacent. <laughs> uniforms are all gonna be uh, tactical vests and sh- and fingerless gloves. <laughs> All right, let's do a Deepak Chopra. Something we liked about the show. This will be fun for me. I, you know what I liked about the show? Uh, seeing Emma Wilman on yes. national television. I thought that was comedian cool. Comedian Emma Wilman that we've all had interactions with. Very sweet lady. Yep, uh, she was and very f- funny motherfucker. She was the first open mic I ever did in my life. Yeah. Was she putting the microphone into an open wound? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was not. She was just telling jokes, being funny. Nice, nice. What's your Deepak Chopra? Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment. I'm gonna have to say is. Uh, is the attitude of these three men who are vying for Rachel Bloom's heart. They all want her, but they all understand that she has to pick. Right. And they kind of prostrate themselves before. It's very civil. It's very civil. Also, uh, we had some Asian-American hot representation. And Josh Chen. Make up Josh Chen, hot, Asian, and does magic. So that's, those are three things. That is cool. <laughs> Those are three things, baby. Uh, my Rule favorite moment was that, like, occasionally she would get on this platform that would spin, and there were mannequins. Yeah. And I was happy to see some mannequin representation, because <laughs> I think that we're not talking about mannequins. I went to uh, the Route One Mall recently in Saugus, Massachusetts. Yeah. And there was a real diversity of mannequins out there. Mm. Really? There was man mannequins, lady mannequins, armless mannequins, stacked mannequins, hard nipple mannequins, big butt mannequins. Are you talking a uh, square one? Square one. Hell. Yeah, Fol- <laughs> folks, mannequins. I worked there. No folks, mannequins yet. They were all <laughs> unfortunately strictly gendered. I would like to see non-binary mannequins. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. I'm gonna change my, by the way, Deepak Chopra to uh, Deepak Chopra moment to uh, felon representation with Anifa. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna change mine to um, yours. Actually, I like yours. The respectfulness of these dudes. <laughs> you know, in a real show, they would have been like, got me like. Dude, you're going to take my girl? I'm going to fuck you up. But instead, these guys were very respectful. Well, none of them were Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, let's do a role play. Oh, a role play. I love it. I would like to be Pauline. I think it's her name. The the lawyer who uh, who gives great advice. 
right. I'll be um I'll be Ra- I'll be Rachel Bloom. I will be uh Josh Shen. Okay. okay. Uh Hi guys, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. I mean, it's ever since me and Josh got together, I just feel like uh, you might be jealous of Wait, us. Wait, you're Anifa? What? I'm asking, who are you? Um, Paul. This is an aside. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna add, Wait, exit you're character. I'm Paul. I'm like her lawyer friend. You're Pauline. So Pauline. You're, you're a white woman. Yeah, I'm uh, a white woman. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Well, I wasn't too happy that you fucked my boyfriend, but now you I kind of get it. Yeah, I was upset with you because, you know, we're, you were always talking how you didn't th- find Asian men attractive, and I would leave you two alone thinking I'd Whoa. be fine with it. You said that? Yeah, you were always like, oh, I don't like Asian men. I mean... You were like, I don't like the way they look. That was a long time ago, Josh. But It was last week. You said that about me. I wasn't saying about you. I was saying about like your my race. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I you, said that. So Josh, just I'm, know, does Josh, that, just know. Does that, that bother you? What? It bothers me to to no end. Okay. When you're <laughs> down there eating her pussy, she's thinking, "I wish this was a different race, man." But don't, Wait, Rachel, where is this coming from? What happened? <laughs> well, you fucked my boyfriend. You, you dude, you let you rejected him. Yeah, but that's because there was some white cock waiting for me. Ew. <laughs> Rachel's really <laughs> racist. I, 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 what do you got? I got a, I got a sloppy seconds. I don't know. Yeah, you dig in my sloppy seconds. How's my pussy taste? <laughs> well, it's not on my dingleberry. Josh, you've never called it that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've Josh. never called it my dingleberry. <laughs> yeah, you've never called it your dingleberry. <laughs> you didn't know that I called it my dingleberry? Josh, I mean, usually, Josh, you call it your throbbing hard cock. Why don't you say that? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't say that anymore because I found out that it means THC, throbbing hard cock. And the relation to marijuana I found so repulsive that I didn't want to do it. Josh, with your fucking anti-marijuana stuff, it's so lame. I'm yeah. a lawyer and it's I find it lame, yeah. to be honest. Well, do you smoke doobies? I mean, do yeah, to relax at the end of a I long day. I pity you. Josh. I pity you that you're so uncreative. Josh. I pity you that you're like this fucking asshole magician Asian ass. Are you yeah. high right now? Actually, I should probably mention to this this to you, too. Josh is actually a big fan of stop and frisk. He thinks that it's appropriate because it's put a lot of uh, young men away for weed violations. You're really sowing a lot of discontent <laughs> between us, Rachel. But you know what? I do have to address this. Uh, I have a friend who's a felon. That's really fucked up. You're in the wrong, actually. This has been totally misinterpreted. Okay, <laughs> There are two truths here, and they've been merged into one falsehood. I do hate marijuana. I think anyone who uses it is a total loser, and they're uncreative, <laughs> and they're boring loser. And I have said I support stop and frisk, but it was during bedroom role play. I would stop you and then frisk you. <laughs> that is true, but you did make me do it in blackface. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not even going to play into that. I see the rest of my time. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's, um, let's end it. And uh, what do you get the show? Oh man, uh, my crazy ex girlfriend. I'm gonna give it a four. It was uh, it had some quirks. It had uh, some fun, but overall, uh, boring and uh, not what I like to watch. I give it a one because it was bad. And when a comedy <laughs> is bad, it becomes unwatchable, pathetic, and shameful that they wasted resources that could feed starving people <laughs> to make this show. I give it a seven um, because. Kendra Landsberg is beautiful, and uh, I'm rooting for her. Okay, bye.